0: Hey, how's it going? This is Billy,
1: and I'm Jen, and you're
0: listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen.
1: Cheers. Cheers, babe. Love you. Cheers to you, my love.
0: Welcome to what we like to call the holiday season. <laughs> I love it, man. It's,
1: it's still only October, so oh, just babe, calm down. Okay,
0: if you live in Seattle, I know many of our listeners don't live in Seattle, but in Seattle. It feels like, I mean, fall is fully upon us. I'm actually making a playlist on my iPod, <laughs> on my iPod.
1: Wow. You mean you, playlist you have on your iPhone?
0: On my iPhone. Um, I'm calling <laughs> it Falling. And it's like piano music songs and jazz. Hey, and I have
1: to give a shout out to the candle company we own because we have a, a candle called Falling Leaves. Ooh,
0: and who came up with that and name? you oh, did. The vice president. Aren't I the vice and president? And you can order
1: <laughs> that amazing, fantastic candle at sweetserenity.store. Sweet Serenity
0: Candles, number it, one sponsor honestly, of it's Coffee the best Talk best Billy and Jen. So
1: I wasn't planning on giving that little ad, but there it is.
0: Well, thank you for letting your company sponsor this podcast. <laughs> You're so welcome. You bought the mics That we are currently talking on. Yes, yes. You pay for my um, high. style and fashion.
1: I, um, <laughs> I can't. Minute, I don't know.
0: I mean, the shorts and slippers. Where you're wearing, wearing right
1: now. Ugg, Ugg slippers with the knee high socks. They're black okay. Ugg slippers. I don't And wear dad the, shorts right now. I don't wear right those now Uggs. With a deep V. Okay.
0: Mm. Um, can we take a vote? <laughs> I always have a deep V. I wish you would have a deep V. <laughs> you
1: deep V. You look does. good.
0: I, v it up, girl. I have a deep V. Yeah. Yeah. I got a cute outfit
1: on today, people. I've got a nice long jacket with my Heels. cute. Humble yeah. Brag. I'm just working it today.
0: Um, I have asked, and I wish we could take a poll with the listeners, and maybe we can. Um, Sweet Serenity is sitting in the room, and she runs our social media, and maybe she can do a poll. I think, I said this to you yesterday, or no, like three days ago. I'm like, babe, we bought a Christmas village at Costco. It was time. It was right. You agreed. We're like, we're buying this bad boy. It was
1: a really good it deal. It felt good.
0: Yeah. Um, I was like, I want to start decorating for Christmas now. I just want, and you you kind of flipped on me, and you were like, no, you
1: cannot
0: You like Lost Your Mind because it was October 1st. Okay,
1: well, that's not how it went down.
0: Yeah, you screamed. For all all the listeners. No.
1: Now I have to like prove. That I did not scream. You actually said, "Oh, by the way, you were informing me that you had already made the decision. We're we're decorating for Christmas in October." And I go, "Is this a question? Or is this like you declaring you (laughs) rule the house?" And so I was literally like, "No, we're not decorating for Christmas in October." And if to all the listeners, they're agreeing with me, that's just way too early. I'm not agreeing with you. October is we have Halloween. Okay, we're gonna do a poll. We we're gonna do a
0: poll. You know I'm going to win. I am the head of this house, <laughs> and I can beat you in an arm wrestle. So ooh. I, ooh, ooh, ooh. Make, make the sound check stop it. You're creating marriage turmoil in my life. It's I love you, babe. It's too Please early. Pause. And I
1: also think it's too early to listen to Christmas music. Hey, this is my you, theory. I'm Christmas music should be played after Halloween. I'm just going
0: to <laughs> just gonna ask you to pray about it. Listen, That's let's take Christians a That's what Christians do when they want to get all For spiritual. Th- hey, maybe just pray about it.
1: Okay, take a poll right now. <laughs> if you think it's too early to, to, to put decorations and the tree up in October.
0: Uh, no, I'm not saying the tree. Trees too early. Oh, I want to okay. do the Christmas villages, babe.
1: No, no, all of that, all that goes uh, yes. out at one time. Yes. we're not doing stages of Christmas decorating. Yeah, like, it's that's what I'm proposing
0: to you no. in 2019. We stage it up. No. Let's go. I like it. Okay, I, thank you. I, I am logic.
1: definitely open to early November. That that's definitely a thing. Girl, veto. Boy, I just vetoed you. Okay, so then that's what happened. I Girl? got so upset with you because you were so Girl? adamant.
0: <laughs> you're adamant. Like
1: in a relationship, a, a healthy relationship, adamant. there A-D-A-M-A-N-T. needs to be give and take. Yeah, but you're adamant. Give. Okay, we're gonna take a poll. Vic, who's if right. the listeners agree Jen, with me, it's two against one. <laughs> that it's too early in October to set up. We're not setting up. You're if gonna they come home tomorrow you, night. I'm
0: gonna have Christmas villages going. Only if they <laughs> yeah. agree with you. I'm gonna play Christmas music, hang the mistletoe, get a Christmas tree. Here, here we go. Yeah, I'm feeling the Christmas tree. I changed my mind.
1: I'm not with you. Hey.
0: Um,
1: was that anyways, a little like a little tune there? That's a
0: Christmas ditty, babe. Can I'm, you
1: like sing? Can you sing on the spot? Oh, there's
0: no place like home for the holidays. Cause no matter how far away you roam, roam. if you want to be happy in a million ways, for the holidays, you can't beat home sweet home. I met him. Okay. (laughs) I was just waiting for you to stop me.
1: Come it's on, good, man. Babe, it feels like Christmas.
0: Um, can we get into okay, what we're going to For gonna all talk the listeners, this
1: is a true story. You sang to me on our wedding day, <laughs> okay. and you literally sang a song. No joke. It went for 10 minutes.
0: Hurtful. Maybe, I was maybe pouring longer. out my soul.
1: And we're trying to get the videotape to get it. I gave like, you my soul before I gave you DVD. my body. <laughs> <laughs> baby it was just it was a beautiful it song it was
0: embarrassing it, but it, was it had 12 long. if you're if you're a songwriter i think i had 12 choruses three vamps seven bridges a pre-chorus um <laughs> a secret a hidden track <laughs> that was live oh man it was really bad um a okay. true
1: story Vic the sound chick was playing keys behind you yeah. right
0: vick's vic vick's been rolling with us vic for a been long time deep, man. Uh, like know. for days we've been rolling deep i don't even know what that means um Hey, I want to talk about this today. I was I was looking at myself in the mirror, and I noticed again, and this is a reminder. I have a tattoo on my left forearm. It says, all in, and it has a number 135. Mm. Um, 135 is a significant number in my life. I'm not going to tell the podcast listeners what it means. If you ask me, I'll just simply tell you it's what I weighed when I was seven years old. <laughs> okay? <laughs> um, but all in is how I live my life. Correction. All in is how I want to live my life, and I got this tattoo years ago to remind me that Whatever situation I'm in, whatever circumstance we find ourselves in, I just want to live all in. Like, I'm going to give it 100%. I'm going to give it no percent. Like, I'm not going to limp into something. I'm not going to just kind of crawl through life. I'm going to do life full on. We're going to do our marriage all in. We're going to be parents all in. If you're my friend, I'm going to be your friend all in. If we're going to start a venture, we're going to go all in. Like, to failure. You know what I'm saying? Um, And so I have this... on my arm to remind me that's how I want to live. Here's my question for us today, and this shall start our conversation. How do we go big and live all in when life is trying to keep us small? What I mean by that? Life, circumstances, but also, let me say this, others. Like, um, what do you do when your big dreams, or let me just say this, your big plans. I think sometimes there's a difference between dreams and plans. Dreams are kind of ethereal. It's like, maybe one day. Plans are like, no, I'm making plans right now. Like I'm actually making moves right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a change. You know, you can never get to a dream without a plan. Um, that's a whole nother thought. But when your big plans so good by make the way. <laughs> others uncomfortable or insecure. It. Now this is a reality, and we're gonna get into it, babe. Um, I was I had the opportunity in the church that we go to, Church Home. I love it very much. I was talking to some of the college students the other day in our Seattle locations, and one of them asked a question. And we were talking about dreams. We were talking about going for your dreams and. And he he asked this question I thought was profound. And he was like, uh, it was Joey. Shout out to Joey Roar. What's up, Joey? Um, he was like, how, how far is too far when you're going for your dreams? Like, you know, when is it like too much? And I mean, it came out of me so quick. I just, I mean, because it got me fired up. I was like, first of all, man, don't ever let anyone or any situation in life keep you from going for all that, that God, we would say that God has intended for your life, the dream in your heart. Um, I think there's a lot of temptations in life. The number one temptation, in my opinion, my humble opinion, here on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen, babe, I wonder what you would think. I think one of the number one temptations in life, other than like cheating on your spouse, which I don't think is a, a number one temptation, is to settle for second best.
1: Mm.
0: In life, by the way. To settle for less than all that there is. Like, I just feel like every single one of us has a purpose on life. And... So many people are just content to settle. Um, we have a restaurant in our city, which I love. It's called Fogo de Chao. Shout out. We'd love a sponsor, Fogo. It's a Brazilian steakhouse. You go to Fogo de Chao. It's in a bunch of cities. It's in Atlanta. It's in Dallas. It's in New York. It's, it originated in Brazil. And they bring out just the best skewers of meat. Filet mignon, wrapped in bacon, you know, prime so rib. Good. I mean, it's just, it's the it's very high quality meat. It's not a buffet. It's straight up. Definitely like This isn't Ryan's Steakhouse right. or the old country buffet. And I'm, I'm not hating because I've eaten there. I don't anymore because I'm trying to lose weight. But like, this is high quality meat and you pay for it. Like it's expensive. It's like going to a fine steakhouse, but they bring out as much as you want. And I learned after the first few times I went there, before they'd bring out this this high level, very expensive steak cuts of meat, they would bring out um, fried plantains, which are pretty much French fries, <laughs> mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. um, all these dense like. Kind of rolls with a little bit of They're cheese in so them. good. I mean, this stuff was so good. You remember? And it's Vic like Sanchez and like we crack. would crush the yeah. plantains, the so fried yum. bananas. I don't even know what, how you fry a banana, but it was delicious. Um, mashed potatoes. And, and so by the time you get to the expensive filet mignon, you're so full with these like cheap carbohydrates, which probably cost him 30 cents to make, right?
1: <laughs> totally.
0: You had no room for the good stuff. And it dawned on me the first couple times I went to Folk, I'm like, oh, they got me. They got me to settle for second best. And so now when I go to Fogade Chow, I mean, I'm like, no, I don't, want, I don't even drink water. I'm like, bring out the filet mignon, put the New York strip down, hit me with the prime rib. I mean, they lose money on me every time because I go for the best from yeah, the get-go. Do. And I think that should be a motto in life. Go for all that there is to go for. Don't settle For second best. And I think all of us have greatness in us. Anyone who's listening to this podcast, I don't care if you're a mom who's a stay at home mom and you're watching five kids, which is the hardest job on the planet, and you're cleaning the house, you're taking care of household. I mean, God bless you. Or if you're the college student who's just trying to make it out there, or if you're the 75 year old who's thinking about retiring, but you don't know if you should retire, and you think that maybe there's still more in you, or if you're a 40 year old and you're going through your midlife crisis, I don't care who you are, what you are male, female, black, white, brown, doesn't matter, teenager, senior citizen, there's greatness in you. Go for it and don't allow life to cause you to live small. Mm -hmm. Yet, if we could take a poll somehow, if we could somehow survey it across the world, so many people are living beneath the greatness that's in them. First of all, why? Now, I want to ask this question. How do we go big when life is trying to keep us small? Thoughts, babe? That's my setup. What do you
1: think? Well, you started it out like, you know, not settling for average or second best and I think I don't think anyone you know sets out to settle for second best
0: no it's I, I goal, think right.
1: I think what happens is life happens bills happen a baby happens say that you find yourself at a crisis of a divorce happens oh, and the way you s- saw your life is not playing out the way you hoped so therefore you're in this rut of like I I I dreamed to do this or I wanted to do this and you're kind of feeling like but there's no way I can yeah I
0: suppose if life unfolded perfectly right we would have no problems but that never happens
1: I I would say I heard it said today by someone who I, I admire and they said you know The passions and dreams, yeah. That's what I said. The (laughs) passions and dreams in your heart, like we make that such the pinnacle of life, but really the passion dreams of your heart actually take today taking one small step towards it. And I think the ruts of life keep us from just every taking one take every day taking one small step towards. Living a big life. And yeah. instead of making this this massive thing that you're trying to accomplish in a year, what if you just looked at your your desire in your heart and your dream of taking one small step a little that. bit closer? Every
0: Kill day. it today. Go all in today. And you know, how let would tomorrow take care of itself. Like right. if you lived every day like that today, I'm gonna wake up, I'm gonna go all in today. If you did that every day, imagine.
1: What what five? Where years. you'd be
0: in three with, years?
1: Yeah, it just it's amazing. You
0: actually might not even recognize yourself in six months. Right. In fact, right. um, let's jump into this. I'm getting I'm I'm excited about this. I'm stoked about this topic. It's kind of speaking to me personally in my life right now. So I want to kind of take some one of the answers that I gave this college student Joey Roram, who was like, "Hey, how, how far is too far? Like, how can we? How can we actually go for the dreams in our hearts, but also not make and not like." isolate ourselves from other people or make other people, because here's the thing. when you're going, like you're
1: apologizing right. to somebody for being good at something. When you're going
0: big, there's always going to be right. someone around that's like, I don't, you know, you're always going to have, I mean, what my daughter calls them the haters, right? The, kid, the kids these days, they call them haters. Um, it's the naysayers. <laughs> that's what grandma and grandpa call it. <laughs> so whether you want to call them a hater or, or a naysayer, naysayer. Um, somewhere in between the na- haters, um, there's always going to be people that don't like what you're doing. You make them feel uncomfortable or maybe out of their own insecurity. Like they're like, you're succeeding, I'm not. So what are some of the ways that we can still live big? Here's the number one thing I think right now, first thing on my mind, is be intentional about celebrating other successes. I'm gonna go all in today. Like I'm gonna go for it. I am not going to apologize for dreaming big and planning big and making big and going big and living big. But here's what helps other people to even want to go with me, celebrate with me, is I'm also going to celebrate other people succeeding in life, right? Like everyone wants to be around the person who recognizes like, whoa, okay, I'm going to I'm literally gonna humble brag, but I felt like I did a really good job today. You'd be proud of me, babe. We pick up, I pick up Serenity from school this afternoon, and we're just driving home. And this, it's the same old, same old. If You're a parent of a teenager, and I love our teenager. She's so great. She is
1: the best. And I'm
0: like, "How was your day?" She's like, "Good." I'm like, "What'd you do?"
1: Nothing.
0: Same. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like these conversations are. What was witty. your favorite part of the day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. And so there's like a little bit of lull. I'm like, "I love you." She's like, "Love you." You know, actually, when I say I love you to Serenity, she's like, "Love you." She just like kind of mumbles it. I'm like, "I love you." She's like, "Love you." So, and then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, because I had got conversation going, she leaned up. She's like, Oh, yeah, I got a B on my math test.
1: Yeah, she did.
0: Okay. Hello. Serenity, math is not her strong suit. She hates Huge. it, in fact. Yeah. And so she's been really struggling. She's been getting a tutor. Cheers, babe. And I literally lost it. I was like, What? Like, I high fived her. I was like, Babe. And I could see her like trying not to smile. She's trying to be a teenager, yeah, but she's playing like, it cool, You know, yeah, like, um, uh-huh. I think we have to learn to celebrate other people Mm -hmm. it's not always natural though right why is that babe like I don't think it's naturally the natural most people it's not the natural inclination to throw a party when someone else succeeds why is that why would you say that
1: I mean it, it goes back to the I don't know it's it's human nature it's the fall of man it's the deepest insecurities of every human being is that we feel a little bit. Uh, insecure when someone else is like, if you're winning, winning, that
0: maybe means I'm losing. I'm losing, yeah. and
1: and why? And I think it's rare to meet someone who doesn't have those insecurities. And I think you have to be a big person and train yourself not to feel that way, but to lean into. No, this is awesome. It and comes celebrate. from childhood.
0: Like if if a child gets a gift and another child's in the room and they're like, oh, "Where's I my want, Where's my gift?" It's like it's not your birthday, little brat. <laughs> That's what I want to say. Oh, okay. I remember our son, Judah. He was in Sunday school. Um, We grew up in church and he made this moment, this decision as a young boy. I don't know. He must've been four or five to give his heart to Jesus. I remember he came home from church and he's telling us and we're making a big deal about we're celebrating it. I will never forget his comment. So we go over to my mom's house, his grandma and he and I'm like, Mom, you won't believe what happened today. And Judah's there, and his brother Caleb, and us. And she's like, What? I'm like, Judah in Sunday school today prayed and asked Jesus into his heart, you know. And my grandma, like, you know, his grandma, my mom, she's like, Judah, you know, she's so, she's just, you know, she's celebrating. Thrilled. And I'll, I'll never forget to this day Judah's five year old response. He literally was like, That's right, yes, I prayed and I asked Jesus to save me, so I'm going to heaven, but not my brother Caleb. He's going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and Caleb starts to cry. And he literally goes, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese, yeah, though. He yeah, like, like, I don't
1: like, even care about having I'm no like, help. yo, why pizza. did you have
0: to say your brother's going to hell? <laughs> right? You know, like, but it's from, from childhood. There's this like,
1: thing of making sure someone you're outdoing or outwinning. Can out we winning? Just say
0: this? Just because someone else is winning doesn't mean you're losing. Right. Celebrate people winning. In fact, if you celebrate winners enough, they'll invite you to win with them. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And when you win... Other people will celebrate. I think that's one of the key ways to live big in a small-minded world. Is just rise above it. Celebrate other people. I think also help others achieve their dreams. Um, If you want to achieve your dreams, the best way, you can only do so much, right? Work hard. Mm -hmm. Be integrous. Go for it. All Mm -hmm. in every day. But there's only so much you can do in a given day, in a given year. But you can also help others get to where they're going. And I'm telling you what, one of the best ways to move up in this world, to succeed in this world, is to bring others along. I think like when it comes to like leadership, which is something we talk about from time to time, there's kind of two ways to lead. Uh, and, you, and if you work at a job or you you're deal with any kind of leader, you kind of see it's this is super general. But either you leaders like kind of pull people into themselves, like it's come to me, come to me. I, I You know, like all roads lead to me. It's not even necessarily micromanaged, but it's kind of like key off me go off me. I'll be the center mm-hmm. of this all. Like, I want you to do well, but not so much. But remember who, you know, and, this guy, and it, it doesn't have to be bad, but it's kind of a way of leading or you're the type of leader who pushes people up. Like you're not afraid to push people further than yourself. Um, it's this very, it's, it's like a releasing type of leadership. Um, that is the best way to continue to live big And what is a very small-minded world? And what I mean by small-minded world, like the world we live in is cutting edge, but like people, their Mm -hmm. perceptions of us, their perspective of us, their opinions of us without knowing us. How many people cast opinions on you and they don't even know you? Right. Is to help others achieve their goals. Push them up ahead of you. Here's the fact. We're all standing on someone's shoulders. Right Exactly. so I'm standing on someone's shoulders, whether you want to admit it or not, you are standing on someone's shoulders in family and business and ministry and life and success and achievement and finance, you're standing on someone's shoulders. Who are you putting on your shoulders?
1: That's so good. right And how and how doing that causes you to thrive honestly, to what you're really gonna do gifted and called to do. It does. It opens doors for you, pushing people forward, encouraging and championing other people's dreams. It only propels you into your future.
0: And practically speaking, I think, you know, and there's kind of like three types of relations, three levels of relationships in life. And how do we do this? And we've talked about this before. But this is for me is I'm just a great reminder. And I don't know why I'm so amped about this, but I am. Um, I like it. I think when you you have people that are over you in life, whether it's parents or in business or in the Managers, marketplace, yeah. right? And then you have people that are your peers and then you have people that are under you. And I, I hate the word under you, but like maybe that you oversee, r- report to you. Yeah. You oversee your kids, um, employees, whatever. I think in your care. for us, we've kind of lived by this model. When it comes to people over me, honor up. Honor up, respect mutually, serve down. What I mean, honor up. Always honor those that have gone before us. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast and your hair is gray, mine isn't. It might be if I had hair, but it's all gone. I'm 42. But you're you know you're up in years. Can I just say thank you? Yeah, Honestly, can you just hear me say on behalf of the younger people that are behind you, like, thank you. Yes. Like, thanks for making a way. Because someone made a way for somebody, right? And I think we have to give honor where honor is. It doesn't mean you're perfect. It doesn't mean the people have gone ahead of us. Some people go ahead of us and they get stuck in their ways. and They're not willing to change. That's a whole other conversation. But hey, thank you for paving the way. And whatever it is, thank you, mom and dad. Thank you, grandma and grandpa. Thank you, boss and, and former vice president. And you know whatever it is in your world, like thank you. So honor up, honor people. Like mm-hmm. hey, thank you for what you've done. And when it comes to people on the same level, mutual respect. I'm, that's true in marriage, okay. Like you know, in a, in church worlds, many church worlds is like yo the wives they got to submit to the husbands. Hey, yo husbands, you got to submit to the wives. It goes both ways. In fact, yeah. Like there's there's not like I'm you know even before this at the beginning of this podcast I'm like I'm the head of the house. You but not, sure did not. Not actually. I'm the head of the house where it's like I take responsibility for you. Right. And for our kids, buck stops with me. If there's blame to be pointed, hey, it's on me. But like you and I are in this together. As much respect as you give me as your husband, I give you as my wife. I have to. Right. Same as in business and workplace. Like you have a peer. Like enough with trying to one up each other or play this political game. Like mutual. I love respect. that. And that's
1: leading up too. It's like people who are over you by honoring and respecting, you're leading up. You're maybe you want to see change and maybe some of the the people that lead you um are leading out of dysfunction and I, and we were in a season where we had a lot of that and learning to even navigate those seasons is you can you can use your encouragement your influence to lead up to um, honor
0: and that's brilliant. And what were you saying to me today? You had this awesome thought today about when it comes to interacting with people. And you were saying like, sometimes you feel like you tend to, because you're very entrepreneurial. You're very business-minded. You're super pioneering. I love it about you. It's super sexy. Do you want to pull your shirt down a little bit? No. Or, okay. Um, if I do mine, you'll do yours. Maybe <laughs> um, later. But you were like, I can sometimes, some people can, th- can think I'm coming off critical.
1: So yeah, either I'm working in an organization um, right now and there's a ton of changes. And some of those changes that are unfolding out the door, there's I would. Questions. There's a lot of questions, and maybe questions at the point where I don't even agree what's happening, and so my knee jerk reaction is to actually get critical, right? Uh, critical internally, and then that can lead to critical questions. verbally. Um, like a but, critical
0: question example of was like, um, "Why are we even doing this?" Like yeah, a critical so, question. So
1: and yeah. and so I. I just I heard something stated that when, when change happens, our knee-jerk reaction is that we kind of want to get critical or ask questions that can come off critical. Instead of being critical, be curious. So maybe mm, if you're you, if a change is happening and you're not naturally a fan of the change, approach the conversation with the curious questions. Like learn to understand why the the people in the room have made this decision, and you were a part of you weren't a part of some of the the, the decisions, decisions making. Right. Get to getting to that, and so you're coming now into a, a, a point of the journey with this conversation. You're hearing it for the first time, and it doesn't make sense, right? It it it, it you actually don't even agree with it. But I I have literally had a, a moment this morning. Where I was like, you know. What instead of feeling critical, I'm going to feel curious. And I want my lean in towards whoever is leading me to not feel like I'm being critical or asking critical questions, but asking curious questions that lead to understanding why the decision was made. And honestly, phenomenal. You can learn so much more by being more curious than being critical. Think
0: about it. Just that one simple change in the way you perceive something has such a drastic change. Like a critical question instantly puts you as the enemy. It puts you on the defense. It makes people question your motives. It makes people question whether you're actually. You also actually get a bad in.
1: reputation but of being that guy or a that A curious
0: question makes the person want to actually like. Oh well, thank you great for question. asking great question and they're actually like hey you actually want to know you have buy-in they're they're eager to answer your question and to help you or to get answers for you yes. it's that one little shift
1: it also, changes everything and i also think if you really want to be better at what you do or you want to be an entrepreneur you want to grow we have to ask curious questions yeah because there's so much we can learn from one person right and even if a decision was made and you don't even like it and you still don't like it there's always something to learn and so learn what you can and ask the right questions. And so I think for me, I've had a shift in my, my mind. It's like, I'm not going to be critical. I don't want the reputation of that personality. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that vibe. And being curious is really where I want to go.
0: So brilliant. So we honor up, we respect mutually. And then finally, we serve down when it comes to helping others achieve. And I think this is the thought, like people that work underneath of you, like, I think our sole goal should be to help those that are working underneath of us to succeed. Like, make their jobs easier. Like, and you're like, well, no, they're paid to make my job easier. Whatever. It goes both ways. But yeah. if you will, I mean, if you will help those that are under you, if you will, if you will humble yourself, mm-hmm. serve them. Okay. You're the boss. If you have to tell someone you're the boss, by the way, you're not really the boss. Like, if you have to inform them, you're probably, I mean, you may have it by title, but you certainly don't have it by influence. Same thing with our kids. Like, I get it. Like, I'm not my kid's servants. I don't walk behind them picking up them, but like, we exist to help them. Help them in life. I want to give them a leg up. I want to give them opportunities. I want to encourage them. I want to teach them. I'm not just in charge of them. You know what I'm saying? So serving down. I think those are the ways. Um, so
1: good. I mean, I think, don't you want your own, we want our own kids to out, outdo us in totally. the sense that we want, we want them to be better than we are. If
0: you if we're good parents, and we if do. If we're good
1: parents. And I think we need to do that with each other as well, to have enough security to be like, even the person that's below you, what if they were your boss one day? Yeah. <laughs> and and I think if they are your boss one day, then maybe you are doing something right. It's
0: a great question to ask yourself, actually. What if the person you're currently leading is your boss one day? Hey, if you're in high school and you think about like messing with the guy who what you call is a nerd, just remember one day
1: exactly. he's going to
0: be the president of the company you work for. Um and then lastly I think Bill Gates. I think one of the ways we live big. When the world tries to keep us small, our people's perceptions of us or their insecurities or they're uncomfortable because we're going for it is to learn to really hear others. Now, let me make this clear. I think there's a difference between hearing and listening. We need to learn to hear others. It's actually advantageous for us to hear Mm. people. Doesn't mean I have to listen to everything they say because some people are gonna give you bad advice, some people are gonna give you skewed advice, some people have an agenda, in fact, and so they're giving you political advice. Um, but it would behoove us, another very old word, yes. it would behoove us, it would benefit us greatly to hear people. Here's what I'm saying. like In all of your going, we're gonna go for it, right? Sometimes we can get going and get going and get going. And there are key relationships you have in your life of people, and I don't know who they are. You know who they are. They could be family members, they could be mentors, they could be very close friends, people who you trust. right? And you need to hear what they're saying about what you're doing. Now, I'm not saying everyone's gonna get what you're doing or agree with what you're doing, or buy into the dream that's in your heart. But can I just say this? You can't be the only one who's right all,
1: all the, the time.
0: time. If you think that's the case, you're in fact wrong. And that's why it's really important to hear key relationships in your life. Mm-hmm. If In every scenario you're in, everyone who's a key relationship in your life is saying one thing, and they're all saying the same thing, but you're like, no one gets it. Oh man, can I just be honest? Maybe you don't get it. Because there's no way they're all the people who love you, people who've been in your life. I'm talking about close friends and confidants and and mentors. And they're all like, hey, and you're not seeing it. It's, It's the American Idol syndrome, in fact. Right. It's like these people that are like, I'm a singer. And people tell them, like, no one tells them they're a great singer except mom. Mom doesn't count, by the way. Jojo little Jojo mommy doesn't count and everyone no one else is telling them they're good at it no one else is asking no one else has asked them to come sing at their bar mitzvah no one's asked them but they're just convinced they convinced themselves that this is what they can do and here's the thing and they're like I'm not gonna listen to the haters cool you don't have to listen to what everyone says but you need to hear you if everyone's saying it man you might need to stop and reevaluate it because here's the thing we're not always 100% aware of what we're doing yeah So if you're going for this dream and no one's telling you it's going to work, and in fact, the people that love you in your life-
1: Are maybe pulling away- The majority of them are like, hey, man,
0: I don't know if this is it. You can't just go blindly into it like, no one knows my dreams. Like Some people could help you. Now, I'm not saying you have to have 100% buy-in, but if you're going on like, I'm going to go solo on my one-way road and everyone else is wrong and all the key relationships in my life are wrong, in fact- There's a chance you might be wrong.
1: Well, and that's the that's the classic. You deceive yourself. Yeah. And and eventually you you will come full circle and realize maybe they were right. And and we're just saying hey, like have people in your life that if they're giving you you know critical constructive feedback, you need to listen.
0: So here's what, and you need to hear it. And here's what I'm saying: hearing is considering. Like I might not listen to what you're saying to do. Like I might not listen. I might not obey that. I might not agree with you, but if I can hear it, then I can consider it. And like, so if someone's saying to you like, Hey, I don't think you should do it, especially if it's a key relationship, mm-hmm. you should at least have the wherewithal and the ability and the humility to be like, okay, I'm going to at least consider like, maybe I'm going about it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm doing it. That's really good. You know, sometimes I think, Timing is everything. And sometimes we're going for things and it's not the right time. Or maybe you're going about, maybe you're hurting people. You don't realize you're hurting people. Maybe you're presenting yourself. You don't realize you're presenting yourself. I recently had some very, you know, I don't want to say close friends, but close relationships in my life say to me, like, you come off intimidating. And, I, you know, I was like, man, I'm not trying to, like, no, we know you're not, but you come off intimidating. And it was like, I didn't want to listen to it, in fact, because it hurt. I'm like, that's not my heart. And if people knew me, they'd know my heart, right? All of a sudden, I start yeah. to shut them out. But I had to hear it for a second when it was it was confirmed through multiple relationships, even family relationships. Like, no, we love you. We know it's not your heart. But yeah, you can be intimidating. Some of it plays against me. I'm a big guy. I'm, a, I'm kind of audacious. And so, but I was like, you know what? I actually have to make a few shifts here. I actually do, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to stop living big. And I'm not going to stop being gregarious and going for it. But it's like, hey, I actually, I got to make a few shifts. I need to hear this, consider this. I'm like, okay, there's probably a better way to do It doesn't mean I have to stop but we got to learn to hear people.
1: It's really good. I love that. You said hearing is considering like that's huge. I mean that, that statement alone could just completely help all of us in situations that we're a little naive to in, in the reality of what we are not maybe good at. And at
0: the end of the day, can I just leave you with this thought for all the listeners driving in your car for, you know, people watching this on the Netflix special right now, um, as I'm sitting in my deep V, um, Please do not apologize for living large. Yes, my God. And do not back up or live hesitantly because it's making others uncomfortable or it's making others insecure. Now it's not that's not an excuse to be mean or unkind or bulldoze people, but you you owe it to yourself to go for it. Go. All in, take people with you, celebrate people along the way, help others get to where they're going and be sure to hear and understand and consider what those close to in your life are saying. But my God, my God, I am pleading with people. I literally feel this. You're driving your car right now. Like I'm pleading with you. Listen to my voice. Go for it. Please go for it. Live yes. all in. What do you have to lose? What do you have to take lose? one small is, everything. Is, we day. get one life. It's short at that. Yep. In the grand scheme of the things, yep. it's just very short. Like go for it, man. Go for it. Be wise. Hear others. House and can I one say of the it?
1: things we're going for in December is we're going to do a live Christmas event party in December. We are, yeah, we are. Live podcast. And we're and gonna. If that makes you feel uncomfortable. It's gonna <laughs> be a night to remember. We're gonna have so much fun. Is that
0: the theme of it? A, a night, night to, remember. to remember. But like,
1: if you're, if you are a listener, you've got a friend, or you're married, or you're so, single, or anyone, we're it's gonna, gonna rent be a venue in yes, Seattle, and we're block. gonna
0: literally have a Christmas party, which is something we love to do. But we're also gonna or I think we're going to record the podcast live yep. and just get friends and we'll open it up to listeners if you want to fly in from New York yo yes. you can come hang in Seattle and we're going to party we're
1: going to party that's cool. going to be fun so stay tuned are we'll we going to have, have merch there uh, we might have uh, a sh- uh, Vic the Sound hoodies Chick hoodies that say Vic the Sound Chick uh, uh, yeah. yeah
0: and coffee yeah. mugs that say cheers baby. maybe
1: so so stay tuned for all the <laughs> and details and
0: deep V's <laughs> <laughs> please wear a deep
1: V okay that's what has to happen that day. hey night.
0: thanks for listening to Coffee Talk yes and we'll see you next thank time thank
1: you so much for listening cheers cheers Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we would love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us or follow us on social media at Billy's Mafia. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.